The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Support and resistance trading strategy. Today, I'm going to give you the number one most important thing you must have on your charts. If you don't have this, it's non-negotiable. You will lose money. And at the end, I'm going to give you the extra little secret sauce that makes it work even better. So the first mistake that a lot of traders make is they have their grid lines on their charts. And you see these are the grid lines, horizontal, oops, horizontal, vertical, and they just are placed there equidistant. They don't really mean anything. So uh, it's just put on there by your platform. So you want to take those off. Now, why do you want to take those off? Why is that so important? It's because with technical analysis, chart reading, it is a very visual thing that your brain is going to get used to. So over time, you want to train your brain, train your membrane, to really see the same thing all the time. And you don't want it to be distracted by anything that's not meaningful. In this case, meaningful meaning make you money. So this stuff's meaningless, absolutely meaningless. So we want it off of our charts. We don't want it in our view. So let's take that off right now. So now we've taken off the meaningless grid. We're going to put on a meaningful grid and that's where support resistance comes in. But there is many different types of support resistance. And so today I'm going to share with you the number one most important that, again, you must have on your charts. And this is looking for major previous swing highs and lows. And when I say major, we're talking about ones that are visible to the naked eye, ones that are so significant that it just stands out to everybody and their dribble. Any person, any human being, any, well, dribble. That's looking at, sorry, I'm a dad, so I got to throw in a few dad jokes there, that the average person is going to see. And the reason that's important is because these are the levels that the masses are going to respond to. In fact, let me give you a little extra tip here. I love to quote myself. And one of my favorite quotes is that it's actually a definition. Technical analysis is the math of mass psychology, mass psychology. So when people look at this so lots of people are going to see this major high over here on the left, this one over here. And so we're going to draw a horizontal line to the price level when we're over here. As this comes down, then we say, oh, that's a major high that everybody sees, masses see it. Therefore, when price comes back to that level, what's really happening is, again, we're talking about mass psychology. So when I'm talking about money and people trading these levels, to bring it on a more serious note, they're saying, oh, okay, when we got up here last time, people said, let me get my little arrow here again, excuse me for the new annotation software that I'm using. So when we got up to that level, then people felt, oh, we're getting a little expensive here. And I don't know if I'm comfortable buying here. I feel like I'm overpaying. People have already bought up and up and up and up into this level. And therefore, I don't want to be the last one buying. So when the market came down from here, then everyone's thinking, oh, that level is, it's expensive. Just like buying anything else, just like the economy. Oh, that's expensive. 
So now, though, when we come back up to that level, here we don't quite make it. Well, that thing really snaps, doesn't it? It comes back down. Now, notice what happens. So as we go from there to there to there to there to there, what's happening in this area is that people are now uncertain. So that's what's happening in the mind of the masses. They're uncertain. So now we have a, re a support level, and we've established that support level. Once this is established, prices come back up. Then everybody's looking at that level and saying, oh, okay, that is where price went down so much that people thought, oh, now it's a deal, right? So overpriced, underpriced. People want to buy low, sell high. It's that old adage. And so they look at this and they're saying, okay, so, but now there's uncertainty. So after we've established these extreme price levels where prices are too high, prices are extremely low. This is a deal or steal. So that's where people want to come in. But now during this time, the price is uncertain and the markets hate uncertainty. And this is where we get into what people often call choppy markets is when where we're not really at a major high, not really at a major low, people aren't quite sure what to do. The, and so they hesitate. And so you get a little amateur buying, get a little amateur selling, and Marcus chops sideways. And so you're in what I call the chop shop. This is the chop shop of the market, and it'll chop up your trading account. You don't want to do that. So we don't trade during this time. And what we do is we wait for retests of these major highs or major lows where decisions were made by traders before based on the market being very expensive, are being very cheap. So, by the way, you'll notice uh, this. I'm going to give you an extra little tip here, by the way. So, what we're actually looking for, which is a little counterintuitive, but trading is counterintuitive. Uh, profitable trading is counterintuitive, I should say. We're looking for a little bit of a higher high. Let's grab that puppy right there. There you go. So, you can see I've got my horizontal support level. And so technically support is still holding. And by the way, this is another very important distinction. Support resistance levels are not really lines. We draw them as lines, but don't think that the, the market activity, the buying, the selling is looking at the exact pixel on your monitor for buying and selling on your time frame. This just happens to be a five minute chart. So you got people trading all different time frames, and therefore these levels are going to look more or less significant on different time frames. So there's zones. Think of support resistance levels as zones and not lines. So even as we though we draw them as lines. And the the real secret sauce here is to wait for it to basically hold the line. Now when I say hold the line, isn't there a song about that? Hold the line? I don't know. I think so. But anyway, I want the all these candlesticks to be touching my res, my resistance line. But I want a higher high while it's still touching the line. And that means two things. Number one, there's going to be some people who went short over here and they're going to get stopped out. There's going to be other people who are going to go long here in a breakout. So you want to be on the other side of the amateur traders. We don't want to be buying the breakout here and we don't want to be the people being stopped out of those who went short and are keeping their stops up here. So what we do is we go short. All right, let's, let's clean the slate here because I have one more thing. Well, actually, two more things I want to show you that are very important. So we already established we do our 
resistance here, major resistance. We already established we drew our major support over here. So now, as we just barely pierced this high, then we come on back down. And where does it go? Where does price go? It goes right to that support level, and then it bounces off. It bounces off. Now, but then it comes right back down, and it slices through. Now, that's a break. So this up here, this I call a pierce, and down here, that I call a break. So this is the breakout. But notice that it bounced off of it first, and then it sliced through it. And look at those long red bars that slice through like butter. And so these are levels. Now, we got to combine it. Here's the final secret sauce for today. Which of these levels will hold and which will not? That is the key. And this is where you've got to look at your uh, time access. So everything we've been talking about so far really has to do with price. And so that's our y-axis over here. And that's great. Got to use that 100%. Very important. But there's another axis on our charts, and that is the time axis down here. So if you think about it, charts are a two-dimensional object, and they only have two dimensions, price and time. And so if it's a two-dimensional object, but you leave off half of that information on the two-dimensional object, you can't establish a probability scenario, and trading is all about establishing a probability scenario. So we got to have time, but most people don't use any kind of timing tool, which to me is still absolutely insane, but a lot of people don't. So you need one. You got to have one. It's not even an option. So this is where cycles come in. And boy, when I learned about cycles, it dramatically, it was one of the few things in my decades of trading that changed my trading overnight. And it looks, well, something like this. So you get a cycle of time comes up and then you get a cycle high and then it comes down, put in a cycle low and then you'll come in, put up and then a cycle high and then you'll come in and put in a cycle low. Now, the key to this is the confluence of time and price. And this is where your real grid should be used. Not just the one that the chart in your properties puts on there automatically. No, you want to use a grid that's meaningful and you're looking for what W.D. Gann, the famous trader, called the confluence of time and price. That's where you get your entries. That's where you get your exits using both axes on the chart. So if you want to get my timing indicator, then I'm happy to give it to you absolutely free and just go over to indicatorwebinar.com. It's called that because it used to be a, a webinar, but now I've recorded it so you can view it anytime that you want. 100% free, by the way. And I give you my timing indicator and then also an educational video on how to trade it because frankly, it's not real intuitive. And like most things in trading, you have to learn how to do it. But it only takes about 45 minutes. My gift to you, indicatorwebinar.com. Go get it. Enjoy. Learn how to trade the confluence of time and price. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. 
Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.